Andrew Kim says, uh, anything where all you have to do is turn cards sideways. To which I said, that's all the decks at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Rabs says, Barra Faith Militant. Wilco yeah. says, Clansman. You say, no brown cards. And then someone immediately says, Free Folk. Yeah, I, I, I didn't reply. <laughs> I didn't feel like it, regard- it necessitated a reply to that. People, uh, brown cards and the new beginner's cards. <laughs> okay. Brown cards, you just, were... you just put them on the table and turn them sideways and kill things. Nice. His name is Craven. He likes white ravens. And he will always use them to reduce your gold. His name is Dave. He cancels saves. He likes to make the opposition have bad days. His name is Tom. He plays for fun. And if you beat him, then he'll punch you in the face. It's the UK's fantastic podcast. This episode's the worst, so it's probably the last. With unopposed to claim banter, it's banter behind the throne. Hello and welcome to Banter Behind the Throne. This is episode 90. I'm your host, your king of the castle, Dave Bamford, and I'm joined today by my jailer, Mr. Tony Makos. How are you doing, Tony? I'm not too bad, Dave. How are you? Lovely, thank you. And Good stuff. Uh, I've, no, too late. We're moving on now. Uh, and, of course, we're joined <laughs> by the man who deals with the moats, uh, Mr. Thomas Peel. How are you doing, Peel? I'm very well, thank you. Hello. Good. You may have realised that we've uh, brought back a classic intro as of uh, last week. It occurred to me. And then uh, that happened. Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, today we're going to talk about um, a new spoiler that we got, which mm. is quite exciting. And then we're going to build a deck, as voted on by our listeners. So that's quite exciting as well. But before that, how is everybody? How have we been doing since since we three last met? Yeah, it's been a while. Mm. Yeah, since we three, especially. Mm. A long, long time. What have, you, what have you been up to, Mr. Peel? I've been working in a pub, which uh, which requires working weekends. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is great if you like doing your food shopping uh, in person and not ordering it online, because no one's ever there during a weekday. Queues <laughs> uh, at the bank are also shorter, for reference as well, guys. That's right. Upsize the days off on a Monday. But no one else is off, uh, so it does make it a bit tricky. Also, there's not many things going on on a Monday, in case you haven't noticed. Nothing really happens. You know, it's the day of the week you stay in, unfortunately. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. I understand that you enjoy the playing of one or two, I I believe they call them, video games. I do. I have Spider-Man. I have Destiny. I have all my games now. Um, Mm. How is Spider-Man of interest? Uh, It's, uh, what's what's the term Spidey would use? Uh, it's fantastic. Um, oh, at what, yeah, yeah, that's about as good as you're gonna get. Um, at one point, you're you're swinging and you can you can web shoot through uh, water towers, which just makes you feel like you're playing a little bit of the film, and you don't mind traveling when you when you're web slinging. When you fa- when you fall in that game, when you miss time a web shoot, do yeah. you properly shit it and get vertigo as you fall to your death? You get speedy. Uh, I have not been able to kill myself by falling yet. Um, mm. Presuming Spider-Man has some kind of super muscles of some description, uh, which <laughs> stop him collapsing and exploding on the sidewalk. He was uh, bitten by a radioactive spider, mate. Of course he has super yeah. muscles and stuff. 
Yeah, but I mean, come on, if you're jumping off the Empire State Building, I think anyone would turn into a pastel on the floor at that point. He's a fucking spider and a man, I'm led to believe. Yeah, but if you drop a spider off the Empire State Building, surely that spider would then in turn die on the sidewalk. Probably not, to be honest, considering how light it is in relation to... And you can sure you could do all kinds of equations with the weight and the mass of it and stuff. It probably wouldn't. I'll tell you what, Antonio, I I know what we're doing one year when we get a bit of money there. We're going to the Empire State (laughs) Building. We're going to New York and we're taking a spider with us. (laughs) We'll find one there. We'll save on travel costs. Uh, Not made of money. What do you mean we won't have to try and try and get a spider through customs? <laughs> <laughs> they weren't what bad you, enough. We turned what up with are you doing with this that. spider in New York? Well, we're going to drop it off the Empire State Building, obviously. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah carry on. On you go. <laughs> Not you guys again. <laughs> oh, I'm delighted. I don't think customs would be nice if, uh, if we tried to turn up now, Tony. They'd be no. searching us for a spider. Which would go horribly bad for both of us. They've been pre-warned now. I know. <laughs> oh, well. Never mind. How have you been? I have been okay, I guess. Uh, nothing of note to report. I was in London <laughs> Village a couple of weeks ago uh, with the wife, where we we went to the London Podcast Festival, where we established exactly what how we could make more fat stacks of cash off of this podcast. Um, we came to no conclusions. Uh, yeah, it was very much, very much a business trip. Um, we bumped into one David Banford uh, down there, who, <laughs> as we came out of the, the, as we came out of a show that we were seeing on the Saturday night, we came out and he was sitting on the steps outside. And the first thing he said to us was, "No one's even recognised me yet," <laughs> which um, you. Used to shit out of me. <laughs> the, 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 the hundreds of people that were dotted about for the London Podcast Festival ignored a major podcast star who was, you know, hanging about at the entrance. Exactly. You know, um, fame's a fickle mistress. And maybe it's just that we don't seem approachable anymore. I think we've reached be- such heady heights that people think, well, you know what, I haven't met him, met him at an event yet, so I don't really want to just bump into him at a podcast event because, you know, he's there for business, not for exactly. Yeah. Pleasure. So, um, but what you're saying, it'd be it'd be too formal of an event day if you'd be recognised. Yeah. Well, they know. You know, if I'm at a podcast event, I'm working. So. Ah. Yeah. Whereas if they meet me at a Thrones event, they're just like, oh, he's here to play Thrones, even though that's his um his podcast business. Like, he's still here to have fun. <laughs> uh, whereas if I'm at a podcast event, I'm obviously there for business purposes. Um. So yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, which is why the only two people to to talk to me were. Uh, Tony and Helen. Mm, yeah, no one said no one uh, approached me at all all weekend yeah. in relation to in relation to work. But um, I mean, I get that. Like I say, you know, very, you know, a busy man, busy man, working event, and you know they don't want to they don't want to bother us when we're on business. So yeah, I get it. Uh, but we had a very nice very nice weekend, and uh, uh, apart from the uh, shitty hotel that we were staying in. <laughs> um, which is a fucking another story entirely. And all the issues with that specific barman. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, what? specific yeah. barman. The, 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 we uh, we had we had issues with, uh, and this goes out to anyone that lives in London as well. Your service staff, um, present company accepted, Peel. 
Uh, and anyway, you don't, you don't live in London, you don't work in London, but any anyone who works as, as uh, service staff in London, fucking sort your game out. Because, <laughs> Jesus, we we met so many, met, we encountered so many service staff over the space of that weekend who couldn't give less of a fuck about <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> they, were, they were essentially sacks of meat with eyes who we gave money to and they didn't really know what we what they were expected to do as a result of it it was incredible to the point of uh to, to, to the point of like hilarity kind of by the time it hit saturday when we were ordering coffees from people who vaguely knew how to make a coffee but didn't really understand the transaction that was taking place as we kind of <laughs> went here's some money can we have that coffee maybe that bit of cake and they just stared at us and 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 this isn't uh, this isn't them misunderstanding my you know impossible to understand accent or anything. This is like Helen asking for a coffee, and they just kind of would look at her and go, uh, 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 and make more noises, and eventually go away and talk to their colleagues, and then come back and you know now they've solved what it is that's expected of them. Give us some make us a coffee, give us a bit of cake, take some money, give them give give some money back, and we'd walk away and we'd look over our shoulder, and they were just staring at us as if to go. What? Why? Why do we have to deal with customers? It was fucking weird. Everywhere we went, we just was just filled with people who did not understand how to interact with human beings. I say everywhere we went. It was in coffee shops and bars, and uh, the guy in the bar who didn't understand what a double measure of martini was, or didn't understand what a single measure of martini was, and he had to get his manager over to explain to us. Oh yeah, yeah. I could go on. I shan't go on. <laughs> Aside from that, Peel, I'm grand. Good. Good. At least London hasn't scared you away from the South completely yet. No, no, God, no, no. That, no that's fine. I mean, we only spent 48 hours there and then we, you know, ran away with our tail between our legs. So, um, so, so, so fine. How are you, Mr. Bamford? Not bad at all, Mr. Makos. Um, the key, the key thing for me in the last few weeks, aside from uh, our our chance meeting at the podcast festival, hmm. um, was that uh, I got a text into the Stannis the Musical group chat yesterday, <laughs> and uh, we were offered free tickets to go and see Matilda. Ooh, yeah. So uh, Alex and I went along to see Matilda, and it was a lovely experience. Very nice. Yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Um, to- Tim mentions Matilda. Nice. Exactly. Yeah. Did they do that uh, that very famous song the do 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 um song? You know when they're like clicking their fingers and everything's just happening. I assume that's, it was in Matilda. That's a West Side Story, isn't it? No, that's a Matilda thing. <laughs> I'm you know she like film. clicks her fingers and does the. Or is that just the film? It might just be the film. It might be the film. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it was good. Uh, the first ten minutes or so, I thought. I'm not really into this like all child chorus line. It's just a bit <laughs> screechy for me, and I'm not sure I can sit through much more. I can't really understand what they're saying because they're just a slightly a couple of octaves too high. Um, yeah. And then it, it kind of calmed down, and I started to enjoy enjoy it when their teacher was swinging a, a little girl around by her pigtails. By that point, <laughs> I was just like, I get it, it's fine. Um, we'll, we'll roll with this. And uh, yeah, it was a great little evening. It's fantastic. <laughs> 
<laughs> I get it. This is about punishment, right? Okay. <laughs> I remember what Matilda's about now. It's about mm. how power solves all. Yeah. <laughs> and definitely no repercussions for being me different. Uh, oh, that's delightful. That that's delightful that uh, uh, finally all this hard work is paying off. Yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we uh, we have a spoiler. We Go do on. have a spoiler. We do. Should probably read it, Pim. And have a look at. I'll it. read it. Bear with me. I need to get the the old phone out because it's in there. Where all the spoilers live. <laughs> on the. Uh, are we going with the the red one? The red, the red one. Yeah. We the were red. Yeah, not the green one, but uh, yeah. the green one had been spoiled. No, not green. Uh, yellow. The yellow one. Um, yeah. It used to be green, obviously. Uh, now it's yellow. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, sadly, the yellow one had been spoiled elsewhere, so uh, we now have. So we lost our yellow one. Red one. one. Yeah, it, well, it's, we'll go with it, the red. It's old in German, to be yeah. uh, to, to be frank, and it was nice to kind of know what it says in English and know it's what it's quite called. A nice red one, to be fair. So we'll we'll run with this one anyway. This yeah, is that's red. Right. This is the red one. Uh, this cool. is Walk of Atonement. Now. Some of you may remember this scene from the TV show. I think we all know who it's about, but it doesn't go that far in detail. There's no nudity on this card, and that's a classy move from LCG. Uh, it's a two-cost event. Uh, it's part of the seven, and it's a dominance action. Discard any amount of power from a character you control. For each power discarded, discard one card at random from each opponent's hand and draw one card. Pause for effect. And it's loyal. Yes. So, yeah. What do you reckon, Peel? I reckon it'll be fun in melee. I reckon that could cause serious havoc. <laughs> uh, just in melee, just like, ah, fuck you all, I'm not playing anymore. None of you have got any cards. <laughs> like, I guess. When you know you're going to lose. I'd use that as a spike card. Um, <laughs> that That is a spike card at its finest. It is actually perhaps the first card, the first, all in all honesty, all-out card that does exactly what you say. That if you if you're not going to win, then you chuck all your power and fuck up all their cards. But by yeah. doing that, it means that the game's going to go on longer. <laughs> so, which means you could win. It's a really weird yeah. kind of system, which I think, in some ways, might be the funnest thing I've seen in a while from Lannister, because what spunk that in if you've got rushy cards in your deck take out every single thing they have and then just go aha there you go and you play that event on a valor turn as well you're laughing laughing all your way home it's 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 funny when you put it like that how uh how it's trying to be thematic as well Mm. it's kind of you going okay well i'll get rid of my power but you're going to have to get rid of some cards as well and yeah, I'm, very, can... I'm very sorry, but this is going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed of everything that's happened in the game so far. So let's remove this power from one of my cards. <laughs> and w- would you please discard some cards? Oh, oh, you mean I get some cards back? Well, that's because I've, I'm, I'm apologetic and penant, uh, you know, and 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 so I'll get some cards and fill my handful of cards before the inevitable valor turn that's about to happen because it's melee. Yeah. I there we yeah. go. I'll play something with a high goal curve on the next one. Mm. Job's good. Even if you just had it, I'd, I'd quite like to run it as just one of those little cheeky 61st cards. Because <laughs> the, likelihood of me, the likelihood of me needing it is slim. 
Um, and it working out because normally if you go, you know, with Lannister, if you're going to rush, if you want to play a Lanny Rush or something like that deck, you could normally push it through quite quick. Um, not that Lanny Rush really exists anymore, but still. Um, it would be nice to see used and it would be annoying as fuck to see used in a game of melee. Um, and it could definitely do quite a bit of damage if played correctly. That could be a brutal card to play. I cannot foresee any situation where you would want to put three into a deck. Maybe even not, maybe not even two. And, uh, no. and if, since, since we're still, since we're talking melee, uh, I think it had definitely has it has a, a use in a silly Lanny deck. People play melee for different reasons, right? Some of us yeah. don't play melee necessarily because we're no more going to win a table. Um, yeah. In Joust, however. What do you think about it in Joe's, Steve? I want to like it. Yeah. But it's just shite. <laughs> it is. It's, 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 can't foresee a situation where you would want to use deck space on it. There's, yeah, the thing is, there's the situations where you have this card and two gold in dominance. <laughs> and you know the reset's coming. And you sack all your power. And it's amazing. Mm. But... To be able to plan for that, you need to be running the resets yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you're not going to be stacking power on characters. And if you're not doing this, why are you why are you running it? Like, oh, it's just... No. Yeah. It's just so bad. If it was free, fair enough. Yeah, two, two seems really expensive. One, mind, but what else you have to pay for it? Yeah, and then it's just the classic, like... Even if it was well costed, it slots. There's right no with... way you play this over other cards because discarding right... power and paying gold and paying a card is a big cost. Am I right in saying that discarding any amount of power from a character you control is not a cost? Um. Yeah, if this gets cancelled, you don't discard the power. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, technically it isn't a cost, but it's the effect of the event. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see it. I mean, Lanny's got other two cost loyal events that it never plays. This is probably going to be another one. And I think you're right, Peel, which is that if it ever gets played, I think it will get played in melee. It will give, sure, it will give power to your seven cost Cersei. But by that point, your Cersei's probably got her, her three power for that round, especially in melee. Um, because you've used the Master Whispers or whatever, and you, you know she's already piled three, uh, you know three power on her. Because in 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 melee, I don't. I imagine you've already triggered her three times around by the time it gets to um, dominance, or by the time it gets to taxation, and people maybe have to discard cards, and you can kind of get power off that. That just doesn't really. It never really gets that far. Um, she's usually full, um, but. I know. I just I, I I can't I can't see it being used in Joust like ever really. Yeah, I mean, there's not enough characters that gain power quickly enough no. that it synergizes with. Like, because yeah, obviously Cersei gains lots of power quickly, but mm-hmm. then if you're discarding the power, you're not getting it back when you yeah. play this event because she's already triggered. Yeah. Um, Jamie only has renown for one of his two challenges. Mm-hmm. It's just, if you've got a character in play for multiple rounds, and then you're sacking the power, you're either really far ahead or you're really far behind, and this probably isn't enough either way. There's something 
it's something I'm gonna look this up because I've completely forgotten what it's called. Um, wasn't there a Lanny event? Um, I can't. Yeah, I can't for the life of me remember. I forget. I remember what it's called. Wasn't there a Lanny event printed recently, which says something like, "When you lose a power challenge, you bounce a character back to your hand that's got power on it to bounce a, one of their characters back to the hand that's got power on it." Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely got a power on my things I don't want. Yeah. So I wonder if this is, you know, if there's. If this is leading to a thing, I don't know if we're in, you know the, we're putting too much. Uh, um, Boy, <laughs> we're expecting too much faith in it. Yeah. yeah, too much faith in them. Yeah. Kind of this is uh, this is leading something great, lads. Just just stick with it, you know. Stick with they'll, it. They'll, they'll the good. Yeah. Yeah, cycle twelve. Yeah, cycle twelve. That's their year, well mate. That's their year. 2019 Lannisters yeah. are going to become the tits for no for obvious sh- season at this point in time. They're back. <laughs> Because again, you know, it's it's anything that costs you power, and Lanny aren't in the greatest place at the moment. Lanny Lanny Crossing still kind of okay, um, but Lanny isn't the greatest place at the moment. I think the the the, the, one, uh, the one thing that Lanny doesn't need at the moment is a card that chucks power <laughs> off. Of <his> <laughs> yeah, that's if this wasn't a dominant <clears throat> action, yeah, and you could use it on a character that had been hear me roared, yeah, then it might be playable. And then also true. in Lanny Crossing, yeah. where your characters are fragile, you may get to ten power and you think, right, fuck, I need to sack some of this power because it's too unstable. I need to refill my hand because I'm shitting, car- I'm shitting cards out. Um, mm. And then it might be playable if it wasn't too gold in a deck that's already gold starved, because that deck's yeah. so its board set is its board state is so in and out. It's just so transient. It can't afford yeah. to save two gold for a maybe decent event. It's just. It's one of those events that just tweaks in certain places. A one gold Mm. challenges event, a zero gold dominance effect. It may have seen some play. Mm. A two gold dominance. I know it's the tough ask. It's the worst time. It's it's like the worst phase that they could have printed on this card. Even though I kind of you know to to be nice to them, I kind of maybe see where they're going with it. Uh, if it's if they're, you're thinking pre-reset, then fair enough, do it in dominance. But it's just uh, it doesn't seem. I mean, you know, do it in fucking taxation, then. Do you know what I mean? I don't. Yeah, I don't really get it. And if it's loyal, oh, no, if it was a zero gold taxation action. Yeah, yeah, I would be all over it. Yeah, that would be a great card. After they've discarded to reserve, after you've discarded to reserve pre-reset yeah. that would be a really interesting card that might but be worth isn't. yeah that might, <laughs> might that, that might be worth two power maybe to ditch yeah. two cards out of their hand especially if what with the kind of proliferance of uh winter plots at the moment with like four reserve being able to like half someone's hand before they go into the next round uh that yeah that makes sense that's kind of worth worth two power but doing it in... no nope 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 mm-hmm. but with the little disclaimer that in melee it might be amusing, but even then you're not going to use up decks a lot of deck space on it, and chucking one in in melee is perfectly reasonable. If it pops up in your hand and you go, oh god, um, yeah, I've got some power that's going to go because he's going to Valor and he's going to riddle that Valor, so fuck it, let's get rid of two power and ditch two cards out of everyone's fucking hand, and then at least I'll, you know, um, draw a ton of cards. 
Yeah, I mean, like it may see it may have a place in control decks down the line, mm. but it's just yeah, saving that two gold. And like, not only do you have to hold on to the event, you have to have two gold for dominance. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just such a big ask. Uh, maybe there's a Lannister deck in the future that runs two copies of Meddling, and mm, maybe okay. this sees play in that. But then, that's a that's also a control deck that plays renowned characters. Mm. And then, if they've got to stay around multiple turns to get any value, because if it's just one character winning one challenge with one renown, it's you discard a power and lose a card to discard a card. It doesn't seem it's to just, me... You yeah, need it to doesn't get the seem, big value out of it to make it worth it. It doesn't seem to me to be something that, although we're talking about the fact that, that there, there's already this Lanny event which kind of you know, bounces your character with power and bounces their character with power, it still doesn't seem awfully Lannister-esque, like, bearing in mind all the kind of the other things that Lanny does, it it makes more sense out of, as you say, like a hard control deck, and it might does it make more sense out of Martell than it does out of Lanny? But even I mean, even then, when when is Martell going to power on their house, or I mean, power on their on their characters? Unless it's like a faith militant thing or something. You could play in faith militant if you fancied it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could play it with the bastard viper in Martell. Because yeah. you can easily put two or three power a turn on him and happily discard that power at the end of dominance to lock the, your opponent down, basically. Yeah. Um, mm. In Martell, you could play this. But then you've also got, at the moment, a superior economy to Lannister. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you've also got, uh, especially, Water Gardens. Water Gardens would pay for this, exactly. Yeah, um, like so the. If it yeah. was a Martell card, I would possibly play it. Yeah. Okay, just right. makes... In a Bastard Viper deck, this is really good. Yeah. Uh... It, you know, board, just extensive, extensive extensive board wipes. Like, if you've got... If you're if you're going to Varus in Dominance, and you know you're going to lose a power or two off of, I don't know, like a Knights of the Sun or something like that, a couple of Knights of the Sun out there, well, you're not necessarily even going to Varus them off the table, but... But it kind of makes it makes more sense in other houses. Power is an expensive looking thing to to lose, you know, to trigger something else. And and in in control where you want cards, and at the, for the first chunk of the game, your power is relatively kind of you know ephemeral. You might grab a power here, a power there, but even then, it's not on your characters because you're a control deck, and you'll be wiping. You know, the chances are you'll be fucking board wiping left, right, and center. So, but so, but that's all moot. It's not a Martell card. It's a fucking Lanny card for some reason. So, yeah, don't do it for me. Yeah. Luckily, the Martell event in this pack is he calls it thinking. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're, we're well served there. Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> not as I mean, good as it used to be, sadly. It's, I know, it, but still, it's worth pointing Memories. out. It's worth pointing out, and if if there's, I mean. Because of the way LCGs work, you get this card no matter what. You don't have to go, you know, opening booster packs to try and find it. So everyone should be aware that when they buy the next pack, they will be in receipt of three copies of a lovely pair of Magali Villeneuve legs. Mm. Not Magali's legs, although they might be, you know, they might be modelled on Magali's legs. Who knows? But they are a lovely pair of legs painted by Magali. Now that in itself is probably worth the. 12, 13 quid you're going to spend on the pack. That's fair. That's fair. 
that's that's you know trying to look at something good in the card, and I'm staring at the eyes. Going, yeah. staring at the card, yeah. going, "Poor Magali legs." Yes, <laughs> it's it's yeah, lovely art. Yeah. Um, the uh, the Walk of Shame in first edition didn't see that much play, did it? No, uh, that was you had to chuck a power for that as well, didn't you? Yeah, uh, it was it was Neil and influence to remove a character from a challenge, mm-hmm. um, and then you. I think you discard a power from that character and then discard a power from your house. Yeah. Um, that cost you more. Yeah, well, it, it, it depends who you uh, discard from because you could discard from an opponent, obviously. Yeah. Um, I only ever saw it... Yeah, one power from that character, one power from your house. So depending on who you remove. Um, I only ever saw it in Reese's Knights of the Hollow Hill deck that was a Viper deck and ran like seven characters. Mm. Um so yeah and it only had one plot that could play the viper hmm. <laughs> yeah, <fair> <laughs> that's that's how obscenely controlly it was yeah um and in fairness no this deck couldn't that deck couldn't have played this because by the time you play the viper it's time to win and you can't discard the power Blenny also had that was it sitting the iron throne the like event the the, the, the kind of cycled power in dominance. I think it was dominance anyway. Uh, yeah, towards pay, the end of pay a gold to claim power, and then you can pay a gold to return this to your hand or something. Yeah, it was something like that. There was a, and I, and I think it was. I think you did it in dominance as well. So yeah, there was, did. they had something that, that they could do with like claiming power and dominance. But um, regardless, that was a different game. And uh, yeah, this is, uh, and I hate this term. I really do. But this is kind of binder fodder, isn't it? Yeah. Shame. Well, you can put but, it on your uh, wall, I guess. Yeah. Oh, a, oh, you would look massive... quite nice near the toilet. Um... <laughs> well, a massive right. copy of the art for this would be fanta- would be fantastic. Mm. So we... Well, it's, it's good for up in that guard account, as we said. Yeah. Um, but sadly, <laughs> if you could play it with the uh, the Bastard Viper, then that would be better. Because that's yeah. double Magali with good synergy, but sadly they're both loyal. They're both loyal. Uh, I mean... So the summary, uh, or to summarise, sorry, this card might be fun in melee and would be really good in other houses which it can't be used in. Or if it was just better. (laughs) So basically, well done, you've built a lovely card. The artwork's nice. Just the wrong house. Uh, (laughs) Now we've been, to to coin a phrase, spoiled with the spoilers that we've that we've had in this podcast for the like the however many months we've been doing this, um, and because they, they've all been pretty good, we've had some pretty decent cards. We've been spoiled. We had Vince. We had the Nighty Night Maraudings. We had uh, uh, Newt the Barber. We had the Water Gardens and stuff. This is the first spoil we've had in a while that we've kind of gone. Eh, ugh, it's not that good, is it? Ah well, that's true. Yeah. So thanks for giving it to us, FFG. That's delightful. But uh, next time, print better cards. I mean, we wouldn't have been too enamoured by glamour either, would we? <laughs> well, I quite like glamour, but I'm a fucking, you know, I, I yeah, I do kind of quite like glamour, even though fundamentally it's spelt wrong. So, you know, it's missing a U, and I, it's it's fiddly and a bit stupid. But uh, as a as a batter player, I'm kind of, uh, I can think of uses for glamour. I want it to be good so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it could do with being better, admittedly, but I can think of some uses for for glamour in a janky deck. Um, I can't, I can't say the same for 
for Walk of Atonement, unfortunately. I mean, if you play Martel Stag, then you can use Glamour to put Aria Hotar into play. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, true. Everything's better out of Martel. That yeah. was the first article I ever wrote on Red <laughs> Card Game DB, and it's still true now. Yeah. If it's good, just play it out of Martel, and it's better. Standard. I can see. I'm, look, I'm looking at Glamour now, and I can think of a couple of stupid things to do with this, just because it's killing attached character. It's also it's not like killing bastard daughters. It might do. It might, <laughs> it might be like killing, uh, killing Shireen Baratheon. It might be, yeah, all the things that all the things that I was trying to think of, funny things to do with uh, with Vince as well. Anything that entitles you to, you know, allows you to kind of kill. Uh, to, to voluntarily kill characters, not sacrifice characters, but kill characters and characters that have kind of, you know, effects when they kill like bastard daughters, like Shireen, like, uh, um, and and what with all the, uh, uh, the, the the shenanigans that you guys have been doing with uh, with Craster and the like, um, but Glamour is still far too expensive and terminal and all that. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Vince and I will have a space for glamour in our craster decks. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> did I did I discuss my most recent craster deck? Yeah, on the cast last week. Yeah, that was the, the um, drown god one. Yeah, the drown god. Yeah, drown god craster. Yeah, delightful. Um, yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, you could easily fit a glamour into your uh, your Martel cohort stag, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh god, yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's three cost to sack for uh, locked away, mm-hmm. or the blade. Yeah, if you need to. Let's get to, get to well, I mean, it's perfect. It's perfect to in that deck. You end up with uh, as in a lot of Martel decks. You end up if you're playing venomous blade. You end up with blades attached to bastard daughters, um, because inevitably you'll kill bastard daughters and get the blades back to hand. But if you can sack the daughter for a glamour uh, and then you can voluntarily kill the daughter so yeah. so so yeah so that's that's what I mean the, the, there's things you can do with glamour walk of a tournament just, just in Martel yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> before you've even considered what you know what to do in battle with it walk of a tournament on the other hand yeah I think that might be that sad yeah shall we uh, build a deck let's build a deck I need to stop. Okay. That that Lanny event is called a plot against the queen. That one that after you lose a power challenge, return a character with one or more power to your hand to choose a participating character with one or more power and return it to its owner's hand. Circumstantial as hell, but it doesn't cost anything. Hmm. <laughs> it's affordable. And yeah, it's kind of it's silly, but yeah, it doesn't cost anything, and you don't. Yeah. Anyway, I've stopped moaning about it. Uh, so let's uh, let's move on to our second segment for today, where we are going to build a deck, and we've put it out on Facebook asking our listeners what they want us to build, and we've had kind of three themes that have been the front runner uh, across. Um, we've had uh, some sort of faith militant deck, uh, some sort of conclave deck, and some sort of warship deck. Um, and between them, we've thought, well, I've been playing a bit of Conclave recently, 
Um, and I'm going to carry on playing that for the next couple of weeks on and off. So we're not going to talk about Conclave today. And after Siege of Winterfell, whether I play it or not, I'll talk about the Conclave deck I've been playing and how we can apply those kind of concepts to other houses. So in about a month, we'll talk about Conclave. Mm. Uh, Faith Militant, um, we've seen a bit here and there, but that didn't really catch our eye so much as the Warship deck, especially because um, before we put it out, Tony had discussed how he had been building a Warship deck. And uh, we thought, oh, that could be a quite a fun thing to build on the cast. Should we consider doing that? Uh, I'll tell you what, let's not do that. Let's put it out to our listeners. So to the fact that people then said warships, we thought, well, let, let's do that. Everyone um, loves boats. Everyone boats, loves boats. Boats, boats, boats. So the key thing is that most people wanted us to build with Victorian. Tony's original deck was around the Valerian's crew. Now, one of the bonuses of running lots of warship is it allows you to run... What's the event called, Tony? Raiding the Bay of Ice. Raiding the, Val- the Bay of Ice. Valerian's crew and Raiding the Bay of Ice are just so, mwah, together. Do you want to talk us through that interaction? So, the massively expensive, non-unique uh, Baratheon pirates, the Valerian's crew have a reaction on them that basically will nick the top card of your deck, put it under them as an attachment, and then you can marshal it or whatever next go. Now, Raiding the Bay of Ice, which is a non-loyal Greyjoy event, says that uh, when you win a a challenge, it doesn't have to be with an Ironborn or with a Drowned God or with any particular events. When you win a challenge, you can play Raiding the Bay of Ice, kneel a warship, and you can stick one of their locations on top of their deck. (laughs) So... You go in with the Valerian's crew, who are fairly big, beefy, five-strength mill and intrigue, intrigue in particular, with stealth. Intrigue, you know, five-strength intrigue with stealth is uh, not unprecedented in this game, but pretty strong in this game. Um, There there isn't, you know, there's not a lot of things that strong with an intrigue icon and stealth. The chances are you'll, you'll win your challenge. You play Raiding the Bay of Ice, pick up one of their saucy locations, be it a copy of Dorne if you think you're going to be able to afford it, or just some, you know something very nice on the other side. Stick on top of their deck uh, and trigger Valerian's crew to put it onto the pirates as an attachment because they're big, massive, six-cost, kind of five-strength uh, uh, pirates, and but they take attachments because they have to for the for the reaction. So, yeah, you can uh, then start marshalling their uh, <laughs> their locations in your next marshalling phase, providing Valerian's crew are still there, of course, when it gets to the next marshalling phase. But, uh, but yeah, it's a lovely it's a lovely little thing. It's quite expensive to pull off, but uh, that's, you know, that's what you look for. You look for these little niche kind of interactions that are hilarious and um, are expensive, but they're worth every penny you've paid for them. So that... When Tony suggested that combo, I thought, right, well, that's all well and good. But I don't <laughs> think there's much main house barrow that you want in that combo mm. that can't just be served by playing Greyjoy and bannering in the stag cards. However much I would have rather play it out of barrow, it's mm. probably better out of Greyjoy. Because then you've got more warships to play with, and you've got warship Vic, and a all host of other good, loyal Greyjoy cards 
compared to the loyal barrow cards, which at this stage are probably pulling less weight. Yeah, I mean, so I'll, relu- it, I'm, I'll, I'll reluctantly complain for about thirty seconds, which is that the barrow kraken version that I was planning on that, that I'm putting together is much more of a kind of much more of a Neil deck using battle loyal events using Blackwater Bay. Um, it's pretty pricey, admittedly, um, and you know, it, it, but the the loyal stuff and batter that you need for that is the draw and the events uh and the like and appreciate that the warships aren't great out of batter but even the warships that there are in batter are non-loyal so you can use them in, in greyjoy i appreciate that if you're going for boats greyjoy is the way to go but as long as there's a little bit of stag to back it up that's fine um and when you're talking about boats while we want to build a banner stag deck um, when it comes to raiding the Bay of Ice, I know uh, Costas played uh, the House of the Red Door Great Kraken at Stockton this year. Yeah. And Great Kraken is fantastic, of course, because it's a warship that doesn't kneel for its effect, mm. which means you can use it for Vic now and raiding of the Bay of Ice then. Mm-hmm. And having it on setup means you've always got that warship that is always stood yeah. to be able to trigger Bay of Ice at any point. So if you want to do a pure warship deck, you want to play Big Vic, mm. maybe House of Dreams, probably Great Kraken, but a warship, mm. or maybe Greyjoy Wars is the way, to, or even Reigns is the way to go. Mm. But for our purposes, it's much more fun to build with Valerian's crew. So we're going to build Banner of the Stag. Hooray! And that's basically all we've discussed about the deck in advance so from now on it's kind of impromptu with the exception of i've thought you need to add in what i like to call the greyjoy big six (laughs) and these are six greyjoy cards that you always include when you build a greyjoy deck Mm -hmm. and uh what do you reckon they are it's two sets of three offs i you need a real reason not to include these cards three are months the Iron Mines is three of them. Yeah. So let's add three Iron Mines now. Now, you might want to go down later, but I think to start with, we always include always three, three Iron Mines. Iron mines. Let's just... do it. So we've got Thrones DB open, and let's pop in three Iron Mines. Ding! Done. And what no, I'll say no. is we'll share this, we'll share this deck, um, yep. and I'm going to... Uh, I'll go to Darksphere tomorrow, all being well. And I'll give it a couple of uh, runouts and see how it goes, and then next time we can talk about what we would change, if anything, or whether it's shit or whether it's perfect. Um, Tony, uh-huh. <coughs> take okay. away your uh, Barra sta- your Barra Kraken deck, mm-hmm. and then we can talk about that and see how they uh, they fared the other side of the coin, and see if it was any better. That's a good idea. Uh, yep, happy to do that. But for now, we've got three Iron Mines. What is the other card of the Greyjoy Big Six? Feel? I would well. The other, <laughs> are you doing two threes, Dave? For the it's two threes. Or? Every right, Greyjoy okay. deck now should start with these two sets of three cards. All right. Well, in that case, it's a drowned god fanatic. It is. It's Vince. Three Vince. Yeah. Every Greyjoy three, deck. You, you can't. Vince. Yeah, he's good at what he does. <laughs> I look at it. I don't. I, I cannot foresee a reason why you would why you would put less than three in. Yeah, you, you, so, yeah. you, you question can what? you and this is going to be can you kill the character as in can you kill Vince to resurrect Vince yep 
as long as you've got you two copies kill... of Vince, one in play, not yeah. it so, one out of play, yeah. But yeah, so if you kill Vince, you can kill Vince and then resurrect Vince. It's yeah. it's pseudo stand. If you've yeah. got a knelt but... Vince, you can kill Vince and bring in a new Vince who's standing up. So we can just alternate Vince's? No, because you can all do it once a round. Ah. Uh... But you get double use out if you're if you're killing Vinces, you get double use out of Vince every turn. If you've yeah, got you don't two. Want killing too many Vinces, because otherwise you're gonna start feeling guilty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Bad about killing Vince. Oh, <laughs> by the way, when when I got in, obviously we were running a bit late today, but I got in and I rushed upstairs and Vince shouted hello and I was just like, Ah, oh, we're recording. He sends his love. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Saw the <laughs> saw the fantastic uh, birthday present that he got. Of the art from the Drunk God fanatic, which is uh, oh yeah, which is excellent. It's basically in a big copy. <laughs> <it>? Big Vince. <laughs> okay. All right. So we have the Greyjoy Big Six. Yes, uh, we do. Do we want to go with the the classic? I assume we're going to do deck first and then fit plots later. We're not going to do the Bruno school of deck building. No. No. We haven't built a deck on the cast for a long time. I think mm-hmm. the last one we did was with Pat Haynes, <laughs> which was like cycle one Tully, uh, Tyrell Rush before Tyrell were good. Wow, okay. We were playing with Lady Sansa's Rose and stuff. I think that's the last deck build we did. And before mm-hmm. that, we had Glazer on that m- to build Martel Fealty. They <laughs> may be the only two we have. Oh, and we did a Fish Whiskers deck once. Yay. And I think that's it. <laughs> so um, it's been quite a while it's certainly never been with you Tony so um, do you when you when you build a banner deck do you do what uh, well I, I mean I, I always approach it this way and then kind of go back to refine do you I, I tend to do the banner first I often do yeah because you've got yeah. to have because you've got to have at least 12 we won't have a problem having at least 12 stag cards in this mm. um, is it worth approaching it that way let's do that and do the so, barra only stuff. Yeah. So let's get yeah. twelve barra cards. Yeah. Uh, we're building a deck around them. Let's have three of them, right? Whatever that card is. The, what, What's the, the crew. The crew. The Valerian's, the Valerian's crew. crew. The crew. I said yeah. three of them. Three six massive six cost Valerian's crew, but you know, gotta love them. Mercs as well. Mm. Absolutely. Does he take, yeah, you know. so they're probably pretty fun with Aegon, but that's not what we're building. No, we are not. It's not important. <laughs> no. So that's three, so that's definitely three of them. Um let's let's come back to characters, right? Mm-hmm. And go to the short list of Barra locations that we're gonna chuck in this because we gotta have Black Betha, right? <laughs> Bamalam. Bamalam. Although even um, yeah, we got it because even I think as you discovered, Dave, even a cheeky plus one or a plus two mid challenge is uh, really effective and fucks with their challenge maths. I think we include it. It may get yep. dropped later. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, it may be the sixty-first card, mm-hmm. but I think we include it because I'm prob- we're probably going to include a cheeky copy of Davos as well. And yep. not only have I won games through the strength bump, but I've won games through the renown. So. Uh, ex- <laughs> Excellent. So so let's just it's, it's a pretty solid card, and we want warship synergy. So I think a cheeky black beater is solid. Cheeky black beater, and while we're on that, does a cheeky laughing lord make sense as well? Because Valyrian's crew with intimidate are quite spicy. The problem with that is that 
we're probably not going to have a lot of Barra characters. Well, we're going to have Valerian's crew, though. <laughs> we have got three Valerian's crew. We've got five strength Valerian's crew. True. But if we're probably not going to have too many more than 12 Barra And it's a warship. Yeah. Correct. I'm, I'm not into the Laughing Lord. We can add it for now. Yeah. But I think that'll be one of the first to cut. I don't think we'll have enough Barra characters to trigger it. If it was any character, I'll be all over yeah. it. But I don't think we'll have the... Uh, yep, think so. The, uh, the thing. So we can put one in for now, but I think it will come yep. out again, in my okay. opinion. Okay. And I think we can probably agree that Valyrian uh, is uh, not a contender. Yeah, let's not play the Valyrian. Um, <laughs> if this was a Drowned God deck, we would consider the Chamber of the Painted Table, but mm. I can imagine at this point it won't be if we're going for the Warship Synergy. No, I, I agree. We could probably, probably build quite a good uh, Greyjoy Stag Drowned God deck with three tables, some um, some good stuff like uh, Crescent, Shireen, Davos. Yeah. Uh, but that's not what we're doing today. Well, Naga's ribs wins you dominance, right? So Exactly, yeah. So Naga's ribs and the table is pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then when you get Glamour and you can kill your own characters, yeah. that's going to be pretty nice as well. Mm-hmm. Christ. Right, okay, that's what we're building next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Another Greyjoy stag deck nice. with Slammer. Nice. So are there... So before we... Because I always do this in kind of reverse uh, and do the characters kind of at, at the end. Out of the, again, relatively limited selection of attachments and events, Barra, you know, the Barra attachments and events, are there are there any that are just crying out to be included in this? There's, it looks like it's a lot of that would be nice. Yeah. But nothing that's great at the moment. Now, Greyjoy doesn't necessarily have a trouble playing kings. Mm-hmm. So bend the knee could be quite good. But mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to have enough kings. Because it will just be Balon and the attachment, potentially. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure that's enough. Uh, for an event rather than when you're running them and running King of the North mm. uh, even Hand of Justice is always good but probably not good enough mm. March on Winterfell our key character so far doesn't have a power icon yeah that's true yeah yeah in fact none of our characters so far we've got two military intrigue <laughs> icons it's kind of the issue which means it's the issue with pirates with the pirates decks yeah. is that they're yeah the power icons like the Lysini pirates don't have power icons either so you end up having to run the uh whatever the sea dragon tower or whatever the one that gives oh, things God. a power icon but anyway yeah. that's a different deck so no scene yeah. in flames for this either because we're no not, we don't we're not gonna we're not gonna have the real characters no. yeah hmm i mean if, if you could but then it's such a big investment in character base yeah then i feel like it may be worth running barra yeah yeah agree and then that's a whole other thing maybe when we get a makoro yeah assuming he has the riddle trait then you might consider it but i think at this point i don't think any of those events are worth running yet no you probably will add them later and the same with the attachments i think and the the attachments end up being a bit roller based um, disputed claim probably uh, dispute, well no I, I, again it would be nice but uh, 
But yeah, the, o- like... the only one I could see is Stinking Drunk, and that's just not good enough to make the cut, I don't think. Correct. Okay, bucket characters it is. Blokes. Right. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I think there's a there's like a Barra Good Stuff banner package yes. that you need to take here, right? Mm-hmm. And that's one Sadavos. Of course. Four cost yeah. Sadavos. One Shireen. Yep. Some Courtney and some Bastard and Night Song. Expensive. Hmm. I think I think they're just so powerful. You just need to take one of each of those. Hmm. And special. remember that we have the Iron Mines as well. So they are, you know, one of uniques. Fine, we can we can save them at some point. Hmm. We've got to get twelve cards somewhere. So uh, there's them. What else would you suggest? I mean, you're not going to like it, but. I'm looking at Lyce- I'm looking at the Lysini Pirates. I was looking at them. You know, I broke. Weirdly, they were the ones I had up on my screen, and I don't know why, but they looked like they could be, on occasion, semi-useful. But again, it's kind and of that- top- it's topical for me at the moment <laughs> because of the you know doing the doing the battle version and doing the kind of pirates deck, the the proper pirates deck. Yes, I agree. They don't have a power icon. Um, they are always going to have stealth, though. I'm I'm not opposed to them. I'm not mm, yeah. opposed to a couple of pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying, I think the core, those four non-loyal Barra characters, one of each, mm. which is, is the, uh, the Barra card mm-hmm. where you yeah. pay a goal to near the character once it's been bypassed by stealth. Uh, that's Mariah. All right. Well, I'm going to run Mariah, and then I'm going to run some pirates. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm happy with Maria as well. I think she's probably only a one-off. Correct. Yeah. yeah I think, but, um, right. but I think we're going to have out, enough native stuff when we out. get to the Greyjoy stuff. That I yeah. think she's going to be a good shout. Obviously, I played my um, my I played that Barra, not deliberately, but just ladies almost deck, a couple of months ago, mm. where it was Asher and Mel and Maya and Selyse, um, and she was great. So, with just Asher and Davos pretty much having stealth. Uh, so yeah. So so what are we saying? Do we want one Maya? Yeah, go and on. And how many pirates do you want? So, what are we at? We're at one. Right. So, if we do, if we go a Shireen, a Davos, yeah. let's go for the moment a Courtney and a Bastard. Yeah. Um, he's under the. Yeah. Courtney and a Bastard takes us to one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, which is perfect to pop in two pirates for the moment. That makes twelve cool that looks nice to me and that uh, yeah that's God. four costs in there drown gods you don't pay for drown gods um yeah i mean the the, the curve in this is going to be high because of the because of the crew and because i imagine we're going to be running some vix so mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be God. some high stuff high stuff in here but again one of one of the bastard and Courtney's only a four as well, isn't he? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Seems good. Um, that makes 12 Barra, which I guess we can come back to after we go on to the Greyjoy stuff. Greyjoys. The one that I would say would potentially be missing that we don't already have would be Salador San, who may be a bit too... I want him just because he's fun rather than he's good. But if we're going to be running a lot of warships, then... He might be quite good as an economy engine. We've currently only got five characters that have a power icon. <laughs> and that's, so we definitely don't put him in yet. Yeah, <laughs> so that would that would be another one. And 
it would I think it depends what attachments we put in on the Greyjoy side as well yeah I'm not sure I want any so <laughs> yeah alright so leave it. Leave him out just now and oh, the other good stuff Barricard is Crescent of course oh fuck it. yeah yeah I think we got other Crescent so let's uh, add Crescent in for now. Yeah, add Crescent, make it 13, and then we'll shift to shift to Greyjoy. Got one later. Yeah. Peel, when you're build, when you're building a Greyjoy deck, I know I, I appreciate this is a different kind of Greyjoy deck and it's got a banner on it and, and the like, but when you're building a Greyjoy deck, what goes in immediately? Uh, apart from the Theon. six that we've already put in. Yeah. A what? A Theon. A Theon. A, a little Theon. A little Theon, he's small, he's cost-effective, and even if you just have the one, because obviously he is a vulnerable guy, even if you just have the one and you get that one out for two gold, you're, you're not going to get many cards better. Um, you're really not. And he's so useful if you get more set up, because he will just tear through defences. And he's, he's just got that. You also want to have a little bit of an Asher in there as well. The Asher is stealth. Um, if you can run stealth again... It's not worth building around, but stealth is always useful for unopposed challenges, and a lot of the boats do feed off that. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd be tempted to put two Theons in just now. Two but, Theons is what I've gone for, but yeah. it's at least it's always a one. Uh, they're yeah, always, always my bike. You know what I mean? You always have to have one of each certain card. Now, depending on what deck it is, you may be able to swing a few, few more, but mm. yeah, two Theons is definitely worth it. I guess also bearing in mind this is going to be quite a location-heavy deck. Then yeah, you're going to need some easy on the characters. We need to go easy on, you know, not whacking 35 characters in the deck to begin with because we're going to yeah. put, you know, 18 to 20 locations in or whatever. So it's still um, the goal curve that I think is going to be the biggest issue. Um, just all we, the massive big chosters. Should, should we leave it at one and come back to it? No, no, no. Put him in because he's cheap. Put two. Oh, yeah. Two then. Fuck it. Always solid. Okay. Yeah, of course. He, he's fucking great. He needs to be dealt with. And of course, there is another great pillar character we have to put in regardless. <laughs> Who is that? It's Victorian. Yeah. Let's, let's get a running new Victorian here, right? <laughs> We're running new Victorian. Don't get me wrong. It makes me sad. Um, I'd love to run old Vicky, but unfortunately, new Vicky's needed as well. The real question is, do you run Vicky's boat? No. I would say, before we get to Vicky's boat, when we're still on Vicky, uh, have you noticed the fact that he doesn't wear gloves? Why doesn't he wear In his art. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to come with, fair enough, though. Um, oh, yeah. No, it got, it got pointed out when we were doing the chapter pack review in uh, in uh, the, the pub a couple of weeks ago. Matt Herdman was just like, he's not wearing gloves, I can never play him. It's just too much. He literally has every part of his body covered in armour, apart from his hands. <laughs> Seems unwise. Just because. But but yeah, we gotta. I mean, we're doing warships. I mean, three Vickies, right? Yeah, three Vickies. And I'll point out here. I don't know if uh, did we discuss Vicky last week? Yeah, we did. I can't remember. We did. Yeah, well, the fact that the Jack. location Neil is the the key yeah. thing. I forget things. It was a long time ago. Yeah. That location Neil is sexy. It was gravy. Yeah. Which uh, which. I don't think we want the Iron Victory. Yeah, I kind of agree. He doesn't I feel like Renown is the least important of Victorian's triggers, mm. um, unless you're really going for it that turn and the next turn. Um, and so the plus one strength isn't going to be 
yeah. so key because he's already seven strength. He's already, he's already seven. Uh, that that bolt goes with the old Mickey. And the save save for a power is good, but I don't think we're going to be playing the the infinite combo Vince deck, right? No, no, I think <laughs> I think so, it, uh, I think we want to try. I, I want to I want to see how this. I want to see. I I haven't played with this Vicky yet. I want to see how good it is. So so yeah, three of them. Three of them. Bang. No. Before we forget one of the key parts for the deck, shall we include some raiding the bay of ice? Oh god, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> three of that, right? Three raiding the bay of ice. Yeah. Um. And then. I want to finalise the, the top curve before we move down, I think. Sure. Um, so if we're running Raiding the Bay of Ice and we don't have the Valerian's crew, there's another key thing that wants to trigger off that, right? And it's Euron. God, yeah. So I think... So I'm, I'm concerned about... I was going to say I'm concerned about the current lack of a king... But we might be able to solve that, I guess, because I because we can't really afford to put another seven coster in this. But I think we've got. I think, I think we want Euron. Mm-hmm. I think you can consider a King Balon as a cheeky one-off. Yeah, but I actually That's think the if, if the you attachment. want the if you want the attachment, it's good here because it's actually synergizes with Raging the Bay of Ice yeah. because you can put an attachment on you can put a location on the top of the deck and then discard it for pillage Correct. Yeah. and then claim the power if mm-hmm. you so desire because it does triggers off Piggot Pillage doesn't it sounds good so how many Eurons I think you go three Eurons three Eurons he's still one of the strongest three in the game right uh, I've, yeah. ju- I've just had a look at the little card cost graph that comes is on is it horrible it, you have a look at it it's have a look at it don't look at it yet. You've got to wait till the end before you look at that, and then you go, oh, hang on a minute. It's stacked. Mm. It, it goes up a little bit for three, down a little bit for four, it goes right to the bottom for five, and then for six and seven, it just goes zoop, right to the top. <laughs> <laughs> All right, three Eurons, yeah, because Eurons the bomb still. Yeah. So, okay. absolutely. All right, so what are we on? 22 characters. All right. So, Chuds. Three Fishmongers? Yeah. 25 characters. I was about to go, I've got, I was about to put City Watch in, thinking, clicking on City Watch, I thought, <laughs> they're going to be cheap, they're going to be affordable, they're a neutral card, fuck it, let's put a few in. They're not cheap, they're not affordable, and they are, they're no. not neutral. No. Well, they are. They're, <laughs> and they're also very expensive, the and they don't really do... No. No. Fair no. enough. Not Sorry, Barry. Not yes. Oh, the other, the other, uh, we got to put Wendy in, right? Oh yeah, Need one, you know, for sure. Cheeky Wendy. He's stealth. He's cheap. He's lovely. He's. He's been in my conclave decks. He'll a bit. I think because we had this, uh, you know, warship suggested, mm-hmm. and we had maesters suggested. Hmm. He'd have been in both of those. Yeah. Every single maester deck's going to take a Wendy bear. Of course. And. Uh, Somebody suggested Greyjoy Faith Militant, and he'd have been in there as well. So, yeah. yeah. Wendemere, he's clearly the card of the day. He likes to get about a bit, does Wendy? Round, round, get around. He does get around. It's Wendemere. And Crescent as well. You've got, you, you'll have Crescent in a Conclave yeah, deck. More than you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You were talking Asha, Peel. Yes. 
and you reckon core Asha is, and I agree, core Asha is the thing, the thing here because well, once she yeah. does cost fucking seven, and uh, she's more stealth, and mm-hmm. she's always useful. She's always good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, you're never going to be upset if you see an Asha, um, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, unless you're Victorian, um, you're not going to be upset if you see an Asha. And we need more. We need more five-cost characters in the deck. This move More five-costers, everyone. <laughs> yeah, let's get more five-costers because we weren't at a big enough gold curve. So t- we're on 26 characters here. Um, before we even get to Asher, then, mm-hmm. uh, we've done the Chuds. Yeah. We've, done, we've done Wendy. So we've got mm-hmm. the ones and the twos. Um other two other two costers or like like the the other Greyjoy charts is there any is there anything else that kind of synergizes with warships is there anything else that kind of needs to kind of go in here uh, to try and smooth out the curve a little bit so we need affordable lovely gentlemen um yeah basically and stuff that Sorry. we don't, stuff that we don't mind potentially killing for Vince as well so we're looking at shipwrights Mm. We're looking at um, Salt Wife. We're looking at the Stony Shore Raider. We're looking at um, the Salty Wet. Navigator, and we're looking at um, Wex. Acolyte of the Waves. Right? Yeah. I think we take a Wex. Take we a definitely. Wex. Take a yep. Wex. A Wex is yep. good. Wex is always fun. Um, and then Doesn't job I efficiently. Think Ooh, fuck. We have a. Do we have a? Do we have enough location control already? I think. We've with got Vic and Raiding the Bay of Ice, so yeah, we've got Vicky to new locations. I don't necessarily think salty navigators are uh, not salty navigators. Um, the shipwrights might be overkill at this point. Uh, in that, uh, I mean, the Stone- Stony Shore Raider as well. I I don't think we need those. I think I'd rather take potentially the Acolyte of the Waves as a two cost chud. I okay. looked at the Acolyte. Um, okay. I also looked at a guy called One One, but he's not either. He's not shot at all. Yeah, he's big. He's going to be of no use in this fucking deck either. No, no, I mean, he no, wins no. dominance. He <laughs> yeah. does, yeah. Maybe we should take Bait Chamber the Bait Table. <laughs> yeah, isn't there a, uh, yeah, there is a, isn't there a Grojoid card that also boosts if you get a little bit of dominance on the other? Yeah, Nagger's Ribs, yeah. Mm-hmm. So should we just build a dominance deck? No. <laughs> That's next time when we play with Glamour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's the objective of this deck, guys? Well, basically, you don't attack at all, um, and you get seven, Despite five all this stealth everywhere. nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> it's, that's just so we can't be stealth. Mate. That's just, we're ahead of yeah. So how many Acolytes? Through two. Okay. Through two. Two. Through two. Yeah, through two. two. I was thinking three, and then I thought, mm, it's not worth it. And then, just having a quick page down at none of the rest of the Drone God stuff. I think we're good for Drone God stuff. Um, even Priest of the Drone... Uh, Hagen's Daughter, I think, is a good plan, just because she's essentially another... She's claim Oak, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that takes us to 30, and then... Let me see. I'm a 31. Um, I haven't put an Asha in yet, actually, because I was going right, from the bottom okay. up. 
Not the Eichmann tobacco. How many core ashes are we doing? I've gone for one. Okay. What about Grey Ghost? Sorry, I know we're on the boat again. We're not. Yeah, we'll get to characters. Hang on. Not to bullshit. Of course, but um, <laughs> it's a nut. So that's probably that's the top end sorted out, right? In that we're going one Asha, no more six costers, no more sevens. Yeah, that seems okay. Let's have a look at let's have a look at the uh, at the chart. <sighs> let's pretend we didn't look at the chart. <laughs> Can we just oh, have uh, a load of patch faces to even out? <laughs> Get off the barra cards, you idiot. There's <laughs> so many fun ones. <laughs> I'm delighted to see that our uh, ratio of icon spread is a little bit healthier now. We've actually got power icons in the fucking deck. So, all right, let's stick with that. Let's stick with that character-wise, and then uh, let's do the boats before we can do any of the rest of it, because the boats are important. They are. So we ignore the fact that uh, we're going to assume that um, uh, what's the card that's coming out next pack? Uh, Oh, the refurbished Hulk. The refurbished Hulk. There's three of here. Uh, Obviously, it won't go in the list because I'm not sure it's there. It's not. Let's put three um, black wins in or something because it costs two. No, you. If you type it in, you can get the refurbished Hulk. Ooh. Yeah. Hulk. You type it into filter. Oh yeah, nice. Three of them. Yeah. So that's fine. Yeah, yeah three of them definitely. Oh yeah, it does show up. They're amazing. They're they're um they're non unique, non limited economy that you can kneel for all our nonsense. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And they've got initiative, which is general Greyjoy stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, probably won't matter so much to us. Mm-hmm. Unless we keep laughing, Lord, of course. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, so that's some economy, um, and we'll get back to the economy, I guess, when we do the neutrals or whatever. But do so when it comes to boats, we're not running a bail on at all, are we? No. So do we need the Great Kraken? Even though obviously that's not based around uh, bail on, but do we want to chuck one in because it's a non-kneeling warship and it gets us power? It's great. Um... It's in the name. <laughs> it's cracking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we're at 31 characters. I wouldn't be opposed to adding a single King Balon. Mm. Um, pay- if we've got slots later, which gives us a bit more value. Mm. Um, Great Kraken isn't the first on my list of warships, although I'm not really sure which is. Cool. Okay. In all honesty. I have fleet uh, In fairness, looking at them, it- putting in a few so go, I mean, I'm going. I'm going down alphabetically here. Uh, I don't think we need Black Wind because we've only got. Uh, we're not going pillage heavy, and we've only got one Asha. Uh, I don't even think we need Corpse Lake. Oh, it's not a fucking warship for a start. Great Kraken, we've discussed. Um, Grey Ghost. Now, I'm going to say no because we've got a shitload of stealth. And. I'm not seeing. Maybe I'm. I'm maybe thinking. I'm maybe thinking one might not be a bad call, uh, just for that turn when it comes out shadows. I mean, it was one of Peel's favorite first edition cards. That's... Not leaving Grey Ghosts at home. Okay. Oh, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um... it, there's a there's a wonderful section of the old banter group chat where I 
try and fix Peel's back sales deck. Oh yeah, I remember you saying yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, just... back back <laughs> and I just couldn't drop Grey Ghost, and I got it down to like a lean eighty-five cards or something. We were drop Grey Ghost, but I did drop the Horde of Dragons. I was happy. Um, yeah, and then I fucking lost to the Dragons Day, didn't I? And the whole game, I was thinking, oh, I really would have loved the Horn of the Dragons right now. Um, <laughs> literally, the yeah, first sorry. game I played, I think I came up against the Dragons deck after we took Horn of Dragons out. Yeah, it was Evan. Yep. Okay, then you've got to have a Grey Ghost then, yeah? Uh, yeah I we're think. taking Grey Ghost. We'll take a Grey Ghost. Um, are we going for three Iron Fleet Scouts? Because the refurbished hulks make them, just make them better? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. the initiative boost on them. Um, we might not kneel them for what they're used for, but we'll kneel them for numerous other things. They cost us all. Yeah. They're, great, they're great on setup, etc., etc. Yeah. Yeah. No Iron Victory. No solar, no drown god. But uh, no, no, no drown god bullshit with Nagashrubs and a wick. Um, no pike because I think we're packed full of stealth. <laughs> Do ooh, I'm going to say we probably don't need raiding longships at this point either. No, I don't think so. I think they're a bit pricey, so, a bit too much in. At the moment, we have uh, one, two, three, four, six, seven. We've got nine warships. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is just about enough, but I think if we're going to add another location that isn't economy, it's the Great Kraken, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see, I've got. I think I think so. If we add the Great Kraken, do we just put in a cheeky Balon? Just one. I think. I think we do. I think we add a cheeky Balon and a cheeky Great Kraken, right. and that takes us to forty-eight cards, which gives us quite a lot of room to play with afterwards. So we skip in the we skip in the sea, bitch. Oh shit. I don't think oh, we can yeah. afford to skip the sea pitch, guys. It doesn't kneel. We can trigger it, use it to trigger other things, and then sack it. Oh, yeah, fuck that. Let's take three sea bitch, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it'll come out in the wash, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, fuck it. This, is a, this might be an alliance deck just to make it 75. Um, so let's, let's, for the moment, just go one great kraken, three sea bitch, and that's our warships, which are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen warships. That's probably taking the bits slightly, but. <laughs> that's enough. That's yeah, enough. Oh, no, I think that's definitely enough. We're at 50 cards already, and we're putting a fucking proper economy in, so. Um, and since we're on location, do we need to put three sea towers in? Have we got any warships that provide economy? Mm. Yeah, the refurbished hulks. Do. So we can go slightly uh, lighter. So how so do we, we want to sort of economy? Because we mm. can't really run um, great halls. No, nope. because there's only two characters it hits. Yeah, unless we add a bait on. It doesn't. Um, hit the pirates. So yeah, it doesn't hit the pirates. Mm. Um, so there's Rose Roads, Sea Tower, uh, Kings Roads. The Iron mm-hmm. Islands market, which we don't want. No. Uh, and um, uh, Gates of the Moon. They're like our key options. Uh, the Ocean Road is pretty awful here, so let's not go for that one. Yeah. No. To get to get the um. Oh, oh God, I forgot what I called myself. Uh, to get the Valerian's crew on the table, um, I found you need King's Roads. 
you sure. you need you know you, you you just want to get one on set up and you know then you're fine and also King's Road's initiative Greyjoy blah blah yeah. I think uh, so if we go for three King's Roads are we are we going through do, uh, I think we do yeah yeah okay let's look it out later yeah Okay, so that takes um, us so to six limiteds and nine economy locations. The sea towers are great because they reduce the non-limited economy as well. Yeah, of course. Which yeah. is pretty good. So that is, hang on, so three King's Roads, three sea tower, three refurbished hawks. And what, did you see a Gates of the Moon? Uh, potentially. Or two Rose Roads, maybe. <laughs> so you want, well, the absolute minimum you can run is like seven limiteds. Is classic. Yeah. So uh, we got up to nine got, limited. So we've got nine economy locations, yeah. and we've got the three um, chuds as well. So and, and let's, let's let's leave it just now. Let's leave it gets it gets in the moon out just now, maybe. Yeah, I think we definitely want something else, whether it's gates of the moon or some rose roads. Yeah, okay. I tell you what, fuck it. Let's put gates of the moon in. Sure. And okay. Figure it out after that. Man, twenty-three locations. Love it. Yeah. Mm. No political disaster, thanks. No, no. None of that. Please. Thank you. Uh, so. so quick, quick pop back to, uh, no, fuck it, let's do attachments because we haven't even touched, uh, we haven't put any, we didn't put any barrows in. Do we need any of these at all? Well, the only one we need is King of Salt and Rock. Two? One? Two. Two. I think you're right. What about neutral wise? We don't we don't want to fuck about with poppies or bodyguards or any of this stuff, do we? Look at the poppy made. The only thing I would want was poppy, but I don't yeah. think we have the slots. No, I think because right. to get the milk of the poppy, we have to start dropping warships and then. Yeah, what's the point? We're fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, we can't drop characters because we're at thirty one. Really, we want more characters. So. Um, do you know what I'd love to yeah. put in? I'd love. Oh, again, it's a. It's it's a kind of I would like rather than I need. I would love a cheeky support of Harlow. Okay. Oh yeah. Kneel a warship to give some yeah. give things to things. I'm not opposed to it. Not sure it's good. <sighs> but... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we don't need the pillage. We don't need the stealth. Although giving Euron stealth is pretty fucking tasty. Um, I mean, giving anyone stealth is always good, right? Giving the bastard a night zone in particular is a pretty fucking tasty. Um, it just—it's got warship written all over it, and I kind of. Uh, let's take one. Let's, let's take. Yeah, one. let's take one. Fuck it. Put it in for now. Yeah, we'll put it in for. Let's find. Let's find out. That's three attachments. Yep. We are at. Sixty. Uh, we're at sixty. Yep. I'm so we've got a bit of wiggle room. Yeah. So are those the only events we're putting in then? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quite. Um. The events that jump at me, uh, obviously Steel Rain would be funny, but yeah. no, because we're running a banner deck. Mm. Um, the one that jumps at me is Nightmares, so that we can raid in the Bay of Ice non-limited things. Oh, fuck. Uh, and yes. Yes. Sea Bitch stuff as well, uh, if we really need to. But I think two Nightmares... Oh fuck it out. I forgot all I forgot all about the nightmares nightmares in the fucking limited keyword stuff. That's tasty. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm just having a quick rundown. We don't want any um we don't want any risens. Um 
We don't know. I mean, we do, but I don't think we can oh, fit them. Yeah. Two yeah. Nightmare <laughs> sounds good. Generally, they're always a good shout. Two Nightmare sounds good because, as you say, from, of what we're trying to do with this. So two night, yeah, sorry, two nightmares. Yep, two nightmares sounds good. Unless you uh, keep the resins and get rid of the iron mines. No, no, no. No, the iron mines are better because you can set them up. And you oh, can true. save anything. You can save anything with armor mines. No, it's true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you can say the barrow characters as well. Yeah. And the Bastard Night song is like so amazing. Yeah. That he's well worth saving. And the Valyrian's crew, in fairness. If you've got a Valyrian's crew with like two or three attachments stuck on them, you don't want them to die. If they're particularly beef- beefy guards that you don't want your opponent marshalling and stuff. So, okay. Now, just checking King of Salt and Rock, how many targets have we got for it? Oh, yeah. It's a good point. We haven't put. Ironborn only. Yeah. Asha. Um, Euron, Euron uh, Vicky, Theon, and Theon. That seems okay. Is that enough? Seems okay. Yeah. Hagen's daughter, even, but I mean, I know she's going to move, but. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably fine. I think that's okay, right? Yeah. And are we going to go back and pop a bail on him? We're at sixty-two at the moment. Oh, we are. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh. We're at 13 barra cards. Yep. Oh, what's the extra barra card? Have we put? Like, we had to add crescent in at the at the end. Yeah, we did. Is there any we can take out that we don't necessarily want? Um, Laughing Lord. I knew that was Laughing coming. Lord is the one that has to go. I knew <laughs> that. <laughs> no. Sorry, but such a shame. <laughs> such a shame, but I guess the uh, I guess we're all right for I mean, It's got a higher cap than Black Beater. Like mm. it could have more impact, but it's more likely to have less impact because it doesn't have a target. Yeah. But then Black right. Beetha is also kind of a more expensive Iron Fleet scout. Yeah. Unless you've yeah. got Davos, so... Could get rid of Black Beetha? Well, one of them at least. <laughs> Neither of which are particularly great warships. <laughs> no, they're not. Um, I'm starting to feel sorry for them. I'm starting to kind of go, oh, you can't take them out. What are you going to do? No. God, bring us fury quickly. I'm I'm starting to think actually that bearing in mind that we're not uh, I'm start I'm actually starting to think the Laughing Lord is worth more than Black Beef is, but I think you're right. I think target wise, mm, it depends on us getting the crew or the Bastard of the Night Song or something out. It's all right. Let's get rid of the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to play this tomorrow, and I'm just going to be like, I wish I fucking had the Laughing Lord. Some- Fucking black beef. <laughs> or some intimidate and black beef, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. that's the thing. Like, oh, does does black beef pull its weight? Yeah, I, I mean, it does. It does in the better version of this because there's Neil, so it kind of makes sense. I, yeah. I, oh, I, I think. Maybe the Laughing Lord is better in this deck. Do you know what? Simply because we already have the Iron Fleet Scout. Yeah. And and the thing well the thing about the warships, of course, is even if Laughing Lord has no targets, we can still kneel it. Fuck it. Let's play Laughing Lord. <laughs> yeah, it is. Even if it is less banter when we talk about our previous episodes. So let's so here's a controversial one. Let's get rid of back Black Beefer then. Is it, is, it is, it is, but I think you're right. I think we need to get rid of one of them. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the, the same applies for Black Beefer, which is we can still kneel it to trigger our other effects, right? 
So to clarify, oh. just just uh, out of interest, to clarify our warship stack uh, specifically built around warships uh, <laughs> yeah. contains very little warships from the the, the Alliance faction. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you know, in fact, oh. two entirely. Um, one, no, one now. <laughs> oh, one now. <laughs> right. Yeah, but it's got Valerian's crew peel. Yeah. Okay. So we literally are running yeah. alliance for a well, you know, banner of the stag well, the Larians. The pirates as well, they they trigger off warships. They are quite Ooh. nice. Oh, hang on, hang on. And yeah. Bower are renowned as a as a as a faction that's really strong. Yeah. Um, okay. I know I, I know I'm not solving anything here. Yes. Because we're still trying to decide whether we take out Laughing Lord or Black Betha. Okay. The Jade Sea Drummond. Oh God. Yeah. That just makes me want to play Saldor Sun like it did when I was playing your fucking Alliance deck. Yeah, but it also that's that would be our tenth limited card as well. Like just one JC Drummond fits fixes the limited thing and has a number of other uses. So are you saying drop Black Beetha for the Drummond, the, yeah. The Drummond. Uh, but put, which puts us to 62. But put Laughing Lord back in, yeah. <laughs> and so we're at 62. Yeah, we are at 62. So we've got other shit to do. I appreciate it. We've got other shit to do. So Black Beta comes out, JC Drummond goes in, Laughing Lord goes in. That is a lot of two-cost fucking stuff. Um, <laughs> Our kingdom for a water garden. Oh, God, I know. Haven't so, we done the... So, we haven't done the plots yet, though, have we? So I mean, we could always no. just do... My kingdom for a first edition. My my kingdom for a first edition refurbish Hulk. (laughs) (laughs) That thing was monstrous. It was reducing reducing warships. Reducing (laughs) warships by two, I think it was, wasn't it? I think so. It was ridiculous. Yeah. So that's six. Right. That's sixty-two. Oh, and that's actually. Do we take out Gates of the Moon then? (laughs) I don't think we do. Okay. I think we play with eight limited cards. Eight. Eleven economy cards. Hang on, what are the eight? I'm confused. Um, refurbished Hulk isn't limited. Oh yeah, shit. Of course. So yeah, so that's eleven economy cards, eight of which are limited, which I think is okay. So that got a fairly high curve and lots of locations. Then I'm right. Okay. So the eight are the King's Road, the King's Roads, three sea bitches, uh, a Jade Sea Drummond, and yeah. oh yeah, and the Gates of the Moon. Right, gotcha. Um, 23 look- bearing in mind that we can <laughs> nightmares, then raiding the Bay of Ice, and then uh, Euron or Valerian's crew, their economy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's I mean, that totally isn't an obscene combo. No, of course not. I mean, the thing about the thing about Euron is what is the thing about having Euron and the crew in the same deck is that. The Valerian's crew make you pay for the thing that Euron does for free. Yeah. Right? But Euron pillages, pops into the discard pile, you nick it, put it straight into play. The Valerian's crew nicks it and forces you to pay for it next round. Um, but it's still doing that thing again, even though, I mean, uh, even even it's it's like having another kind of shittier, more expensive Euron. The fact is, Euron will only do his thing once. We're not standing up or anything like that. But if we've got something else, something else that makes their stuff, then grand. But and it also allows you to, although it doesn't put play for free, it's not just locations. Yeah, exactly. 
like while obviously we're looking at bouncing lo- specific locations with raiding the bay of ice mm. you can whatever you get it's banter because you can get characters you can get attachments um as long as you don't hit dracaris you're fine basically quick sidebar in the battle rings uh in the battle rings deck that i've built with the uh Valerian's crew there's two glass candles in there <laughs> nice because yeah just so you know you're getting something good what you need now is put to the sword and faceless man so you can kill their dragons <laughs> and then become their dragons <laughs> amazing <laughs> shit yeah there's it something may like a bit much oh this is going to be maybe a bit much this is going to be like a, a limited series podcast where we just build a, you know we have a we have a side six part in a new series of building absolutely ludicrous fucking decks yeah, if we had a Patreon, this is the kind of content they would get. They pay extra to get this fucking shit. Absolutely. <laughs> we can't what subject the, the the listening public to. Uh, did you say? Uh, did you say what is Patreon? I did. Yeah. Uh, Patreon is basically where you encourage people to uh, to give you donations to enable you right. to produce more content, or you know, YouTubers and uh, um, YouTubers and podcasters and, and and the like run Patreon accounts, which is basically yeah, you become a patron of that. Uh, that content creator. Oh. Um, uh, there's, there's, there's a bunch of the thronesers thrones that, that do it. Um, Robson John's got Patreon. Uh, the guys in uh, the American podcast whose name I forget uh, <laughs> have got one as well. Uh, the White, White book. book. The White Book, yeah. They've got one as well. Um not as uh, old and as storied as our podcast. No, exactly. The white thing, the white walkers have got one as well. Yeah. Anyway, back to work. Yes. Sixty-two cards. What do we need to do? Let's have a look at at the graph. Okay. The graph's looking. So a, we're not gone. The the graph's looking the graph a little bit down. better. It's still got six, seven costers in it. It's got three, six costers and two, five costers in it. But you know, I think we might get away with it depending on what plots we put we play i don't really know what um the graph means because i normally just build with cards yeah me too yeah. i don't build on thrones db i put them all out and i do like the the bell curve yeah where you yeah put all your characters out by cost and then you have all the stuff to the side and you go that makes a bell curve and that means it's okay yeah i just and then i use this as a and then you wing it yeah, I use this as a very kind of gentle guide that if I realise that accidentally I've put fucking eight five costers in here and I've got no way of bringing them out, then it's you know it's just more of a guide than it is anything else. But yeah, I need to have them on the table to look at them and see the numbers and stuff because I'm old. So, but we've got all the yeah icons all good. Hmm. Do we do plots and come back to this? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's plots. So, number one. I think we might want a trade routes. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> yeah, that would help. And honestly, uh, one of my one of my decks at the moment runs two trade routes. I was about to say that. Not a bad call. Um, I mean, I say that it kind of is a bad call, but I can. But it's legit. It would be legitimate in this. Um, trade routes, yes. Trade routes is, is number one. Bing done. I mean, it's number one in a lot of decks, but uh, <laughs> it's definitely important here. It needs to be running all those different locations. And whoever gets to play against this de- deck and runs trade routes, you're welcome. <laughs> Gates of the Moon and trade route, and, and all these locations. Yeah. 
we're basically just gifting you the win. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, do we want we want some sort of card advantage card? Hmm. Want to? Do we with that? Do, yeah. Do we want a plot that has a decent initiative, has a chance of chucking a character out of someone's hand and giving us two power? <laughs> Peel over to you. I wonder which plot you could um, which plot you could think about. Do we want heads on spikes? Yes, we do. Um, Peel, what's your policy on heads on spikes? Uh, one, you can't go wrong. Um, two, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> really, is probably the best way. I like that you've it. developed it from uh, your previous thesis, which was just yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say, I'd, right. say I prefer I prefer your old policy. It was much more succinct and to the point, and it was it was very difficult to misinterpret. Peel heads on spikes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at something else. If we wanted a a little bit of card advantage, I don't know whether we're going to be going for high claim on this. Um, You win or you die. Mm. Bold. Bold. Game closer. Mm. I mean, it's good and great. Yeah, I mean, it's a good closer and great. Fair enough. Um, It's it's kind of interesting. I'm not sure we've got the renown to really push through the win Mm -hmm. on that turn. Um, what is interesting about it is that you still get card advantage from the Valyrian's crew. Yeah. And that he's just like, it doesn't matter, I've got no cards because uh, these babies <coughs> have got cards under them. I've got, I've got, <laughs> and I can curves. marshal those. Yeah. Because you, this is it. Because even if you, if you end up suck, you know, you, you you end up in a tight spot, then oh, you grab some economy off your opponent. Then grant, you know, oh, cheeky King's Road off the top. Oh, okay. So there's a King's Road in your discard pile. Well, Euron can have that. And oh, what's this? Another one of your King's Roads on top of your deck? Yeah, we'll have that. We'll marshal it later on. Fucking bro. All those King's Roads that people are still playing. Yeah, of course. Well, they are, they are <laughs> in uh, in Free Folk. Fucking King's Roads, you know. That's true. Three That's King's true. Roads on an aggro deck, absolutely. Uh, right. Mm, I don't think that. Uh, you want to you die is necessarily a bad call. I don't think it's. I, I don't think it's the first or the second plot we put in. Um, what are we think? What we are we thinking of as an opener then? Bear in mind that we kind of do need some money. Trading with the Pentoshi. Um, do you want to just go full trading? Can't complain with the full trading as an opener. Trading's better than um, the other one here, right? It's better than the six one one. Yeah. Look at me being all glazer. <laughs> I, I think trading probably, four points. if you want a lovely bit of economy mm. early on, yeah, you're giving them an advantage, but yeah. are you? Well, you might be giving them money that you can nick later on with the Lysini Pirates. Exactly. Ooh, JK. <laughs> Maybe. We go trading, do we? I think we go trading. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the matter at the moment no one's playing around the big V, right? We're playing that. We're playing Greyjoy. I think we have. It's got to happen. Yeah, we got we got. A... We're playing location-heavy yeah, playing... Greyjoy as well, which makes it yeah. valuable. So, got to have one of them. Let's play VM. Yeah. Yeah. Best plot in the game. Because, yeah. I think somebody was saying a while ago, nobody's playing Valamogulus anymore, and I'm just like... I have like six decks built. Yeah, yeah all of them have Valor. Free folk have Valor in them. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, what is everybody else doing? It's just because it's because aggro's coming back into fashion, isn't it? And aggro tends to kind of 
not necessarily need to run Valor because it you know it does that job for it. it you know challenges does that job that uh, Valor doesn't. And if you Valor your own board, then you're just doing their job for them. <laughs> but in Greyjoy, challenges are overrated. Yeah, in Greyjoy, in, in Greyjoy, it's a different matter. Valor, Greyjoy, Valor is very yeah. much a card. Valor's a different beast out of Greyjoy. So let's do it. And of course, remember, we've got a cheeky shooting Baratheon. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a cheeky Higgins daughter as well thinking about it so yeah, yeah and the acolyte of the way exactly yeah fucking Valor yes two yeah, Valors loads of good and, <laughs> and <laughs> two Valors <laughs> <laughs> okay four left hmm are we do you rank we're good we ranking trade routes and trading that's our kind of economy dealt with in that we don't need to kind of go heavy on the we don't desperately need like five gold plots just for the gold. Do, Do we, we rise of the Kraken? Mm. Again, it's a closer. I it don't is. know if we do. I... We've got a decent amount of stealth. Yeah. How much, how much stealth have we got? We've got the Pirates, which is two. We've got Asher, three. We've got Davos, four. And then we've got um, Theon, mm-hmm. who's sort of stealth. Oh, we got Wendemere as well, so five. We've got um, we've got Theon, who's sort of stealth, and we've got the Grey Ghost, and we've got the Laughing Lord, which gives intimidate, and we've got Wex. So there is a remarkable amount of yeah. unopposed that kind of adds together to oh. do it. Whether it's worth it is still not necessarily the case, but so is, it's not it's not ridiculous. Is you win or you die a better call than rise? because of the fact that our deck's a little bit expensive and that we could do that. I know, I'm sure there are decks that play both, um, but for the claim and for the initiative and for the cards that you want to you die might be, no, okay, I see your point. We've got the Great Kraken as well. So, mm. I've I've never wanted you win or you die. Yeah. And I've always found that if I've included it in my plot deck, I've gone, oh shit. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, more often than not, because I tend to be quite conservative with my hand anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's me. You're a Martel player. You love cards. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> I, I I only care about cards in my hand. Yeah. You can have as much power as you like, yeah. as long as I'm drawing cards. As long as I've got 15 cards in my hand. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, let's look. Mid-game. Are we going... Let's go, get back to the question in hand. Are we going heads on spikes? I've already put it in. Oh, okay. Then. Fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I put it in second after trade routes. We had, yeah. we didn't have an opener because you can open heads on spikes if you like. Yeah, I guess you can. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So heads, uh, trade routes, which trading. means we probably don't need Rise of the Kraken. I think you might be right. We've got that got that closer in heads on spikes if we really need it in this deck, which definitely isn't a rush deck. Yeah. <laughs> That's two renowned characters, maximum. Okay, so we don't want. I'm just kind of ruling things out that I would, uh, you know, it's situational plots that for some decks you just automatically put in because, uh, especially in Barra, for example, we don't want barring the gates because we've got Vince. And we don't want to stop our Vince happening or bring or, or, or bringing Vince into play. We can use Vince in barring the gates, but we can't use use Vince in barring, you know, with barring the gates out. Um, but how aggro do we want to go... Uh, do we go besieged, for example? Considering how much stealth we've got. 
what so you can force certain characters to defend hmm. I just like it as a Greyjoy plot it might not be might not be in this it's not like we're running um uh, we are running Grey Ghost though what's quite nice with Grey Ghost well you say that with Grey Ghost I'm wanting to win challenges yeah that's true like unopposed really yeah okay. so besieged I'm, I'm not sure it Okay then. Works with that. I'm just going down. I'm just kind of going down alphabetical. Do we chuck a close call in, in case we lose Vicky? So who have we got? Vicky, Toothion, and Euron. No, I don't think. Yeah. So. Okay, I agree. Actually, do we don't. Uh, do we need a cop? No, we probably don't need the coppers. We do. We want a confiscation. I think we want a card advantage plot of some description. How much? How much draw have we got? I don't, we don't have much draw on the deck at all. We've got no. We didn't put the reader in, so we've got no draw yeah. of him. Yeah. So there needs to be something. I mean, we get card advantage from the crew and from Euron. Yeah. But it's not true card advantage, is it? Yeah. So um, we need. I think coppers over exchange of information. Yeah, unless we want building orders exchange of information we don't run enough attachments and events to make uh, exchange of information always kind of always hit properly although I haven't said exactly. that um, no we'll just, we'll just get shit with uh, exchange of information yeah. uh, so coppers it is coppers yeah fuck it I think that's probably right okay two left um um We've got quite a lot of intrigues, haven't we? We've got more intrigue than you would expect for a great idea. Mm. That's just we've got fucking the Valerian's crew and uh, Lysini pirates, um, all of which are going to are in, are stealth on intrigue, mm. which is great. Um, so do we go with the Game of Thrones? I don't think we need to go that far. I don't think I don't think we guarantee we're not gonna we're we're not going to lose an intrigue uh, I think we can guarantee we'll probably win one that turn, but whether we uh actually that's a point. I always wanted to double I always have to double check this. Um yeah. The beauty is Valerian's crew work in defence as well. Nice. Uh-huh. What about oh gone. No, no, I, I, I was just saying that that's one of those cards I always have to reread because um, I'm sure when it was first spoiled, I was absolutely adamant that it said attacking. Uh, but it doesn't, so it's great. Stealth uh, stealth and five strength intrigue can quite easily defend an intrigue challenge, which is grand. Uh, what were you going to suggest? What about nothing burns like the cold? That's a pretty good call, actually. Because we've got a little, we've got a little bit of location bounce rather than, and, and we've got the Drummond as well. Yeah. Um, so you can you can hit some decent stuff with that. Even if you don't, there's the scouts, so yeah. we almost always hit something better. Yeah. And it's attachment control. Um, and it puts stuff in the discard pile for you on. Yeah, it does mean we it means we have to ditch an, an attachment, but. Uh... Then we've only got three attachments. So normally we, yeah. Normally we come off better there. I think. Yeah. Normally we, you play it when you haven't got the attachment. Out. Nothing burns is a good call. Yeah. Um, just have my page down. Um, I kind of agree. Rise is probably not, not the best. 
the bloody flux is quite interesting. Um, <laughs> we can't really run first snow in this, can we? I mean, no, I mean, no, no, we can't. Uh, it's, it's not awful, and you've got Vince as well. Mm-hmm. Could we play Calling the Banners for that? I'm just thinking if there's a lot of uh, our wildlings, I'm guessing, are very much floodboards. Call the Banners is good against Free Folk, I, I, I agree. But we've got Valor to deal with that kind of shit. Um, True. Um, but mm, it's another economy card, though, that we, I'm wondering. It's not a bad call, but I think we can we might be able to put something more kind of oh, utility, yeah. more utility based kind of in there than needing to put another economy card in there. I think we're probably okay for economy. Do we need card fishing at all? I think we we got coppers, so nothing burns like the cold sounds good to me. I think we're always I think as you say we're always going to come off better because we are a location based deck. Mm. Yeah, and what well, you know, we could even ditch one of theirs if we happen to have nicked. So, yeah, that's very true. So fuck it, let's go. Nothing burns. So what are we on? Two, four, four, two, ten, two. Hmm. Falling I mean, from trade favor. routes is not two. No, of course it's trade routes is not two. Trade routes so. be about ten at this rate, I think. But yeah, so I mean, you can go for like a mid kind of, mm. like you know, like a time of plenty kind of bland plot or we can go for something a bit more let's go for something got, exciting I've got Fallen Flavor uh, up in front of me um, simply because I know we've got a few um, barricars that may do something nice with that but I don't think the thing about Fallen from Favor is that it's that we want things to die and not be sacrificed yeah you know, we don't it, the, the, the characters that we would want to that we would be forced to kind of affect with Fallen from Favor or characters that trigger off being killed, you know, like Vince or the Acolyte, the Waves or stuff, they only trigger when they're killed. Mm. Um, so, and we don't run Flea Bottom or anything, so Fallen from Favor is great if you're fanning about with Flea Bottom, um, but because yeah. we're not, uh, I don't, I think something, we don't want to go King of the North because, you know, shit will happen and we'll get stuck playing it. We can't really go breaking ties. Um, we don't want to go kind of calm or close call or anything. We don't really care about calm. No, maybe not. What about uh, they're supporting the faith, which is a good economy plot and it shuts down other people's stuff. It does. It stops us, um, stops us nicking gold from the vote, doesn't it? It does, but we only have one effect that needs gold, yeah. and that's not meant. I know, I was only good. So, <laughs> yeah, low reserve. Um, you were the one that wanted to play. You win or you die. That's true. <laughs> well, low reserve is not an excuse. No, but that's true. <laughs> I still quite like you. No, no, the win or you die. Mm. I mean, not playing a two claim in a Greyjoy deck is. Uh, mm. I mean, we could cut heads on spikes for. Um, Rise of the Kraken as well. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. I'm going to pretend you didn't say that. <laughs> God. Don't cut heads. Definitely not cutting heads. We don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need a, like a fucking winter plot or anything, do we? Just in case. Because the amount of Starks that's kicking about. Oh, I don't know. This last one's tricky. We'll just whack a claim in there and just leave it at that. 
Withering Cold will probably hurt us more than it will hurt them. Um, in fact, it definitely will. I mean, yeah, Victorian gets to stand a lot, in theory, but you're also <laughs> needing the things that he needs to, or keeping the stuff that he needs to stand out. Okay, then. So, okay, then. Not ideal. Uh, here are my two suggestions, which would be my default suggestions at this point, but they, neither of them seem that bad. One is Marched. Yeah. The other is Riddle. Riddle seems better. Yeah. Um... Personally, I prefer supporting the faith to either. Really? Okay. Just because it shuts, it shuts down, down a lot of shit. It shuts down bullshit. It shuts down everything, basically. It shuts down um, Flea Bottom. It shuts down Ambush. And it doesn't. Sh- uh, it doesn't shut down R raiding the Bay of Ice. And it, yeah, it shut. It doesn't. It, the only thing it shuts down for us is the Lysini parts are less good. Mm-hmm. Um, but we still have the good part of their text. And we can't nightmares. That's the only thing. You can't nightmares. Um, But I think it's... I mean, you lose yeah, two cards in your deck, basically. Nightmares. Mm. Uh, And it's six gold, so if we fuck up, we can play that. Mm. Um, Again, however much I love Heads on Spikes, it probably isn't the deck for it. So that could easily become a two-claim or riddle. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like or a second reset, which I'm always a big fan. Of. I feel like I feel like a parent kind of going, "Do you want to tell him or shall I?" <laughs> <laughs> I was sat here just getting sad every time. Like, mm. I'm, not, I'm sorry, Bill. You, oh, I, I I kind of feel that considering our much publicised uh, policy on heads on spikes, it would be. It would be wrong to not include spikes in this deck. But if spikes is going to negatively affect it, then it should probably be taken out for something more productive. Um, but are we taking spikes? Are we taking spikes out so we can put supporting the faith and riddle in? Is that? I don't take spikes out if I was allowed to put kraken in. I'm not going to lie. Mm. But then again, what's the one which uh, you gain an extra power? when you do a power challenge um, oh Clash of Kings yeah that'd be alright do you want to go first <sighs> I don't know I mean it's good for initiative but I don't think initiative is really hopefully initiative isn't going to be a massive problem in this um I can see the I can see the point in supporting the faith on the current with the current meta, right? Are we running in a, a forgotten plans? No, I don't think this. That was I don't think, a fun one for. Yeah, I don't think it really. I think you need to be able to engineer it hitting properly, and this. And don't get me wrong, it's really good. It's really good against like the King of the North, but we've got ways to mitigate that. Um, although we never did chuck that cheeky bail on in, did we? Mm. It's too late now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. You're probably right. <laughs> it's gone, it's gone. Right, right, let's make a decision here. Right, We've got marching orders in, have we not? No. Oh, God, no. We've got too many locations to play marching orders, mate. Uh, 
Although that's quite a good one to blank with the uh, nefarious acolyte. <laughs> anyway, that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> you play that, pop out your acolyte, and then bosh. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we, right, we need to... I know what you mean about spikes, but the thing about spikes is that it's always useful. It really is always useful. It doesn't it doesn't synergize with the shit that we're doing, but it's always a card out of their hand. It's a bit of card advantage. It's potential to blah, 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 blah. We all know what it does. Um, Puts the location of the discard pile for a year. Potentially, yeah. So it's, yeah. Characters, as long as you don't hit an attachment or an event, you're happy. Exactly. You've just talked us into keeping spikes. We're keeping spikes. Fine. <laughs> spikes. I think plot seven should be supporting the film. Okay, let's do it. But Let's do it. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's, uh, let's do it. Um, I I think I, I think if push comes to shove I probably would have put Riddle in um, but uh, Sporting of Faith seems more fun Counting Coppers Heads on Spikes Nothing Burns Like the Cold Supporting the Faith Trade Roots Trading with the Pintoshi and VM Sounds good to me uh, What are we going to do about this 62 card deck? <sighs> do we have to take out It's great Kraken right? It's Great Kraken or Support of Harlow. I think it might be Support of Harlow. Sure. Which is a shame because we've only got two attachments to mitigate King of the North. <sighs> but I think Support of Harlow. I think Support of Harlow will draw it and go, eh, mm, other things would be more useful. I think. <laughs> and Great Kraken's. Drawing. I think, yeah, Great Kraken will. will, will draw and go great I found my copy of Great Kraken let's get this on the fucking board um, I wouldn't take Great Kraken out uh, if we def- if we didn't take Sport Harlow out I'd think of something else what I got knows but yeah let's do Sport Harlow bye we have a 61 card deck gentlemen beautiful that's it and that is how you do it piece of piss really isn't it yeah, he's 31 char- barely any. 31 characters, two attachments, five events, and 23 locations. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. And I wouldn't cut a single one. No, no. no. They're all beautiful to They're me. They're all beautiful to me, especially Laughing Lord. I'm delighted to see the Laughing Lord in there. I really am. Uh, I really am. Oh, fucking great. I bet, you, so, I bet you after you've played a couple of games of this, that's the fucking first thing that comes out. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> almost definitely. So <laughs> yeah, so you're you're gonna play this tomorrow, are you? I'm gonna sleeve it up now, and I'm gonna, assuming I go, I'm gonna play it tomorrow. Which means this is a lovely cliffhanger to find out how well, you know, uh, how well this deck did. Probably not right, except for the London um, players who already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Do we give it a yeah. stupid name? Absolutely. Uh, Have we got a stupid name? You see, I, when I was building it on mine, um, I've missed a few cards out, which I've just realised. Um, I called it Boats, Boats, Boats. But I was doing things that you weren't telling us to do. I was just putting in cards. I was doing my usual system, Dave. Um, seeing stuff, thinking, oh, that looks pretty. I'm just putting it in. Um, no, you know what we need to call it, Tony? Go on. It's Daddy Schaefer's Cocaine Machine. <laughs> 
<laughs> on the white book when they were 2C1C every time they made a deck Daryl would say let's call it Damon Stone's cocaine machine <laughs> every single time Danny and he was the lead designer at the time and Danny Schaefer's now the uh, lead designer so Danny Schaefer yeah. I mean machine. we can call it Damon Stone's cocaine machine but <coughs> we can do. Uh, Danny Schaefer's more apt sounds good Danny Schaefer's cocaine machine there's no re- uh, resemblance to what the deck does. I was going to call it, mm. I was going to call it Raiding the Boats of Boats, mm. which makes even less sense. Yeah. <laughs> Too many boats on the dance floor. <laughs> Too many boats on the dance floor. I like it. Too many boats. Too many boats. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Because <laughs> that would be their reaction. Ah, oh, fuck. Too many boats. <laughs> Too many boats. <laughs> <laughs> not enough of got any many boats. no but I have a lot of boats 